Do gay, lesbian, bisexual or trans executives in leadership positions have an obligation to be out? I'm Carola Hoyos, editor of FT Executive Appointments, which today publishes the outstanding and the FT's ranking of the leading LGBT and ally executives. Here to debate the topic are Ivan Masso, an entrepreneur who made a run for Mayor of London this year, and Jan Gooding, Group Brand Director at Insura Aviva. Before we start, I think it would be relevant for me to ask you how you define your gender and whether you're straight, gay, queer, bisexual, or an ally, or would rather not answer such a question. Jan? I am a woman. Cis woman would be how mm-hmm. a trans person would describe me, and I am a lesbian. Ivan? I'm a gay guy, I suppose, <laughs> and um, yeah, just a gay man. Brilliant. But I'm, I'm kind of interested in the whole subject of how we describe ourselves because you know, I get sometimes worried that we get slightly hung up on this and I know that it causes a little bit of infighting, doesn't it? I would agree. It's, it's difficult because it can sometimes get in the way of communicating with one yeah. another. And I think it's one of the things that can make our allies nervous about speaking and communicating and inquiring because yeah. they, they get concerned, quite understandably, they might offend yeah. uh, accidentally. And I have certainly, I was deliberate in describing myself as a lesbian yeah. uh, because you were sort of asking for precise definitions, but I also describe myself as a gay woman. Yeah, and I kind um, of, I, I, I think it's because I was so... There were sort of more gay guys bursting onto the scene, maybe because they were militated by AIDS, actually. I'm not yeah. quite sure what it was or need yeah. to kind of jump out for some reason. But it's as if they sort of now gay means male. And it's slightly sad to me because yeah. it seems like quite a useful word to yeah. become a kind of generic handle. And, and it seems rather sad that we have to go to LGBTQ yeah. or something. It just yeah, feels yeah, like, exactly. like a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I, I think, I mean... To agree with you as well, the use of the word gay as a derogatory term would upset a lesbian or a bisexual person just as much. So, you know, offence is caused all round, not just if you're a a boy or a man. Yeah, And of course, the danger of feeling you might cause offence is that you don't say anything at all in the end. So let's debate our topic. Jan, why do you think leaders have an obligation to be out? Well, there are more books on leadership than I can even possibly shake a stick at. But I think at the core of leadership, I think, is this idea which increasingly people buy into of authenticity, that you can't lead others if you're not prepared to be honest about yourself. And I think this is a a new view about leadership, particularly in the business community, because I would say in the past, business was business and private lives were private lives. And I think there are even sayings like, you know, don't mix business with pleasure and all those kinds of things. But I think increasingly, we're coming to the view that if you're going to be an authentic leader, you should be honest about who you are. And Your sexuality is part of who you are. And I feel very strongly that I want to encourage people to be out. I would never out somebody. Mm. I think that's a very wrong thing to do. These are are very personal decisions. They're big moments. It's not easy to go back in once you've come out. So one needs to be thoughtful about it. But I came to this view because I actually had the personal experience of having come out in one role I had at British Gas. And then when I joined Aviva, 
someone very well-intentioned advising me not to be out because I was told, look, you work in marketing, which is not a credible function in the city. You're also a senior woman. I really wouldn't be a lesbian as well if I were you. (laughs) Um, And so I actually have had that very extraordinary and I think probably unusual experience of being out in business, going back in and then discovering it actually affected my performance. So when we when we talk about performance at work being affected personally, never mind your role as a leader, I found that to be the case. So I think enlightened self-interest as a leader would make me say, be yourself. It helps you to be honest yeah. at work about who you are. And actually, it helps others in your organisation to see that you are out and comfortable with who you are. And that will positively encourage them to be themselves too. Great. Ivan. Euston, uh, we have a slight problem here, which is that I didn't... I do really strongly quite believe that uh, they that at least they believe they owe it to themselves to be out um, and I completely agree with the authenticity of course I don't feel that anyone should force themselves to be out and there are certain industries where it's really tricky and you saw Lord Brown you know struggle because he worked in the oil industry mm. and of course there's just mm. some countries where it's completely illegal but even then, you know, I've dealt with people from all different kinds of backgrounds and, and especially, let's say, you know, he, he would argue or he did argue at the time that members that say of the Muslim faith may have found it more complicated dealing with people who were gay. But actually, perhaps they don't want it for their own family, but they're very understanding when it comes to other mm. people. They mm. kind of are able to put people in boxes and, and understand differences. And that's, I think, very much part of their faith or their positioning. Um, but... I'm afraid it may not be great for debate, but I'm finding in the city that when I was younger and I, I used to hear lads, especially lads, talking about the culture, the city culture, mm. and not being able to come out as traders and, you know, and, they, and being on the floor and how robustly heterosexual it was and how they were frightened they simply wouldn't get the deals or the trades or it was all golf course speak. And, and um, now they're using their sexuality to their advantage. So they're finding that authenticity that comes with fessing up or just being gives them is read as honesty yeah and is read as something that brings them almost to the front of the queue so uh, i say that um that you're going to agree with jen is that what you're going i'm to tell so me? sorry <laughs> it is um it, and, and also from a personal perspective I'm someone who's very luckily, you know, I've made money a few times in my life. I've lost it a few times. <laughs> and, um, and don't see a great deal of benefit in money. Uh, I love having the independence that it brings, but I'm easy jet rather than private jet. Now, that's about as far as I, I, yeah. I particularly need to go for myself and having buffers. Um, but family and, and the people around you and the love and respect and self-respect and, and being able to operating and having that authenticity you may honestly get and have that experience from the moment you wake up through to the time you go to sleep as you say that kind of authentic reach yeah that deal with life is the most important thing when you do speak to people like lord brown i think they consider the periods they lied as missing years yeah something almost as if their life not lived and that's the biggest travesty so i think one it's good for business but two and shows a great kind of leadership and authenticity but two it's just not something that Life's not worth it. Like success is. Yes, and I, I suppose what idea. I'd say is it, it's difficult for <laughs> Ivan and I because we are clearly out and we are comfortable with who mm. we are. I made the mistake of going back in for a year, so I, yeah. le- I learned the lesson of that. But I think we do speculate about why people are not prepared mm. to be out at work, and we know that there are people who are not out at work, a, yeah. a significant number, and that is very troubling. And 
I worry about why is that the case? What would stop someone being out? And I know that for some, they feel they are from a generation where, frankly, it was illegal. We didn't. The legislation is quite recent that you didn't discriminate against someone yeah. for being gay until 2003 in the Equality Act. You could lose your job because you were gay and you had no recourse in law. So a huge amount has changed. And if you're of the older generation that was just in the habit of keeping things separate, I think sometimes that makes people go, so why would I now? And the difficulty as well, I think, with coming out, and I found this the second time, is you've been dishonest. It's quite yeah. difficult to yeah. say to colleagues, I did not years. trust you with this mm. information. It's actually marginally offensive. And I think that can be off-putting because how do you explain this hidden, as Lord Brown has now very eloquently, I mean, his, his book, The Glass Closet, is absolutely fantastic. I finally read it in the Easter holidays and I got a huge amount out of it. But he, in his book, explains how he felt yeah. and how others have felt and what puts you off. And Stonewall have coined this phrase for women, the double glass ceiling, which is kind yeah. of what I was describing yeah. to you, that you feel yeah. it's really, well, really hard to make your way as a leader and a woman. You don't want to bring another yeah. issue. Let me just, in terms of wrapping up, let me just ask, throw this out. Why should it matter? Why shouldn't it be immaterial what sexual orientation you are or even what gender? Unfortunately, I think I would add myself to this tree of people who agree. I would define myself as an ally, but would rather actually not even have to define myself. I define myself as hopefully a good person and therefore no wonder I'm an ally. I guess the one argument I could come up with against this obligation of leaders to be out is that it shouldn't matter. Well, I agree with you. My whole mission in life now is to make this unremarkable. That's why yeah. I'm chair uh, of But Stonewall. in order for it to be unremarkable, it has to sort of go through a period of being remarkable. Mm. It has to go through this. And life work is about living. And something like 80-odd percent, it's something like 87% mm. of heterosexuals meet each other, their life partners, in the workplace. Mm. And the reason I used to go and cower in gay bars in Soho behind frosted windows was because I was too scared to glance at the guy across the office in case I got a, a, a negative. But now I can smile at anyone. And <laughs> I know they're going to be kind of chuffed, even if it's unrequited. You know, yeah, I, I know yeah, that yeah. it's getting gentler and gentler and everyone's up for a laugh yeah. and no one really cares. Yeah. Anyway. And it's a beautiful wonderful brave new world in my metropolitan central London existence and I'd love that to sp spread throughout not only Britain but the rest of the world this is one of the great things that this wonderful country has to teach I think the rest of the world there are other countries that are doing the same job but I think unfortunately we have to be realistic that there are communities and faiths where it is seen as wrong or yeah. sin or not right and that is out there and we have hate crime. Unfortunately, we have discrimination. Yeah. It is changing. It is absolutely changing. And my hope is that in the next generation, we can declare victory, at least in this country. But most of the Commonwealth countries, it's still illegal even to be gay. Well, thank you very much both. I'm Carol Ahoyos, an ally and editor of the FT Executive Appointments. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might like our new show, FT Investigations exposés and in-depth analysis by our worldwide network of reporters. The show's broadcast whenever we have a new groundbreaking investigation. You can download it at ft.com slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., 
Corrientes experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.